We will. I've been making sure they ain't disrespecting the place. Okay, just want to let you guys know this is like the sacredest place. I know. That's your insurrection. That's the end of democracy. That's our 9-11. Go to the first link there. And uh, as Jesse from Pod Awful, we'll be talking to him. He's there right now. I don't know why he fucking went there. But anyway, he's there. And uh, as he said, everyone remembers where they were on September 11th. Very vividly. Where were you on January 6th? You know why you don't remember? Because it wasn't a big deal. Harris Slam for comparing Capitol Riot to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them, where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. And I refuse to apologize. I refuse to apologize. It all started with a guy named Gavin McGinnis. He's been a big media personality since the 1990s, but these days he's more famous for making racist, sexist, and all kinds of other offensive remarks on his streaming show. I think my favorite monkey has to be Barack Obama. We're not giving in to the globalists! We're never surrendering! America is fighting for its life right now! And I salute you all, the candidacy, in defense of our great nation! You remember Jan 6, right? I care about that. Do you remember where you were on Jan 6? The FBI also working to track down those who stormed the U.S. Capitol last week, and known online as Baked Alaska. So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. The first thing you need to know about Antime Joseph Gionette. Tim Gionette is the ultimate alt-right troll. You don't remember where you were? Never forget. But we'll murder you. We will kill you. Because we're full of hate. We want to make America hate again. And this is where you might notice Gavin McGinnis sounding, in a way, like someone else you know. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. What the extremists who roamed these halls targeted was not only the lives of elected leaders. What they sought to degrade and destroy was not only a building, hallowed as it is. What they were assaulting were the institutions, the values, the ideals that generations of Americans have marched, picketed, and shed blood to establish and defend. On January 6th, 
We all saw what our nation would look like if the forces who seek to dismantle our democracy are successful. Jan 6, 2021. Our nation was changed forever when many of your grandmas and grandpas stormed the capital of this great nation, this once great nation. And while a man in office who was being deposed at that very moment claimed that he was going to make this nation great once again, secretly, he was concocting a plan, an inside job, to force many of your elderly relatives to go into the Capitol building, a public building that they have no right to be in. He forced them in with lies, with deception. And that day will go down in infamy as the absolute worst terrorist attack to ever happen on U.S. soil. And I'll see to it that it does. Tonight on the program, it is my job, my duty, nay, my privilege to find out who truly masterminded Jan 6. Many of you don't realize the people at the top, the people being named, the people being deposed, those people may have had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Gavin McInnes, Alec Jones, Alec Jones? That's his brother, Alex Jones. And yes, even Baked Alaska, who will be my guest on tonight's program. Now, this wouldn't be a smash-tacular if we didn't have a smashing good guest. So, let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful sucks. Welcome, everybody, to the program. I am your host and documentarian, Jesse P.S. The documentary I'm working on, Baggy Coin Purse, a Jan 6 documentary. This is the smash-tacular commemorating the horrific events from one year ago. And I will be talking to the people that I once thought were behind this horrible, horrible tragedy. I've spoken to Gavin McInnes already. I will be speaking to Baked Alaska tonight, and I will be getting down to the truth, the real mastermind behind everything. And you know that what I have to say is probably true, because if you take a look here, I apologize for the wreck in here, but I actually, on Jan 6, just the other day, I went to our nation's capital. I went to the Capitol building, and I was there. Many of you saw me documenting my journey there. And if you missed it, don't worry. We'll be going over some highlights tonight. But I just want to say, I thought for sure that after I spoke to a reporter from USA Today, 
and after seemingly nothing bad had happened, that I would be free to cover the truth, the actual truth, the truth that you don't get anywhere else. Unfortunately, I returned to my moon base, having found that insurrectionists had tried to destroy the Goon Opticon. So the Goon Opticon is down. My usual way of doing things on here, it's all gone. They smashed and grabbed and took everything I had. Luckily, I was able to piece some of it back together. I was able to get the operations up and somewhat running again. And we will be back to where we were, just like the Capitol building is today. Now, Capitol building, I call it ground zero. And I remember Jan 7th. On Jan 7th, that smoldering, smoking crater in the ground that was left after everyone respectfully moved in between the velvet ropes through the gallery, not touching anything. And they went to their lawmakers to, and I don't know where they got the idea that they're allowed to do this, but to redress their grievances. And I remember that smoke billowing up into the Washington, D.C. air. Many of you don't realize this. I went there the day after. I, I missed Jan 6 1. I was there at Jan 6 Part 2. I missed Jan 6 1. So I had to be there. I had to be there to see what exactly went down the day after. Absolute wreckage. A horror show. And unfortunately, I'm friends with Baked Alaska. I don't know why I say unfortunately. I'm friends with Baked Alaska. And I learned that perhaps he had something to do with it. So I'm going to get Baked Alaska actually on the line right now. And we're going to find out if that's true or not. Let's get him in here. And uh, we'll give him a call here on Discord. Yoba. Yoba. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. This is really him. Baked Alaska, everybody. Baked Alaska, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm sorry. I would... uh. Normally, I'd play some um, clapping for you or something, but my Miami sound machine's been destroyed by insurrectionists. It's all good. Yo, what's going on, dude? I appreciate you coming on, although you are very, very late. Sorry. So now I, I was originally going to be on your side. I believe you had nothing <laughs> to do with Jan 6. Now I'm starting to question things. Mm. I had to make a few phone calls. That's why I was a little late. Okay. You know, a couple payrolls, but uh, no, no, dude. I had nothing to do with January 6th, bro. I showed up there. You know, I live stream. I showed up. That's what you I do. I wanted to make some content. I had TTS going off in the motherfucking capital. Don't say that's not content, bro. I, I, I had no idea. And it's funny. When I first got there, I was like, you know, today's actually going to be kind of a boring day. I'm like, that's what I thought. So I had no clue. I had no clue, dude. I do want to um, warn, in, in case Mersh is watching, I do want to warn, <laughs> I am working with the feds now. As you can oh. see, Baked Alaska is here. <laughs> Baked Alaska, right. you're... Now, listen, I don't know if you know this. I am fully against the insurrection. I believe that it was the worst <laughs> terrorist attack of all time on U.S. soil. And as a result, mm. I do believe that if you did have anything to do with it, that is bad unless, unless <laughs> you are in fact a Fed and then I fucking salute the goddamn ground you walk on. 
I want to kiss your, <laughs> your the soles of your feet. I could gently kiss them until you don't feel pain anymore. I would like to okay. be your godfather if I could. If you are working with the feds, is it true? You know, Mersh loves to say it. The internet loves saying this about you. Is it true? Are you a fed? I am not. I am not a fed. I'm sorry. I, I know Mersh is usually right about 99% of everything he says, but this time, dude, this time he's fucking wrong. I am not a fucking fed. If I was a fed, why am I? Why, why am I the one exposing feds? I'm out here exposing Ray Epps. It's cover to cover news. Tucker Carlson. It's everywhere, dude. Now that's true. In the in the fan. intro of the show tonight, you could see there was a moment. It, I believe this was on Jan five. Yes. On Jan five, there was a guy in the crowd with all you guys, and you're all you know. It was like nighttime or something. It was dark. Yeah, maybe it was early yeah, morning. He was fucking glowing. He was glowing oh, in the man. dark. That, I was like fed. Like I, I don't know. I've never. That was the only way you could even like see that. was this guy was glowing so much. And again. I salute him. I like him because the feds were the ones that shot Ashley Babbitt and kept her fucking Ooh. traitorous ass out of our hallowed grounds. Uh, we need more feds, to be honest. Terrible. Listen, Terrible, dude. Terrible. Listen, babe, He's listen. A hero. He's a hero. Uh, she's a hero? She insurrectioned yeah. the country. Oh, man, dude. How many? How many? Uh, now, you were on the ground there that day. How many <laughs> yes. grandmas and grandpas were out there with you? Um, quite a few, um, <laughs> yeah. but see, I, I think you have the wrong, uh, facts here, Jesse, the, the building wasn't blown up or anything like cool. you're think you're thinking of nine 11, dude. Ah, uh, you mean the second worst terrorist attack by a fucking country <laughs> mile of all time? Yeah. Dude, I remember, no, listen, no, I was no, there no, nothing, at nine 11. No, no, too. no, no, no. Nothing happened, dude. I was there. Okay. Well, Nothing. I was there the next I, day. Everyone, 99% of people were nonviolent, okay? And, people walked through the ropes. It was completely nonviolent. Okay. I'm telling you, bro. I and, was there. The, the media is psyoping you, for real. Okay. Look into it. Maybe that's true. Listen, I'm here for the facts. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man who believes in truth, first and foremost. I believe in, in finding exactly what's going on. And I want to figure out who the mastermind is behind this event a part of me believes it's Trump. I think it's an inside job. But many people say that you are the mastermind of this event. Is that true? I mean, just state it outright uh, right now. I am not. No, I am not the mastermind of January 6th. I had nothing to do with it. I showed up to live stream to make comedy, dude, to make entertainment. Okay. So all these feds showed up. All this shit happened, but like I said, you know, majority of the people were peaceful, and it was just a protest. So uh, it, it's really not that crazy yeah. when you take into fact Black Lives Matter goes around burning down cities, killing people, looting, rioting for an entire summer. Well, this and is Trump the problem. Go out for one day, and that's such an issue, huh? This is the problem I'm having, though. Baked is uh, I've heard this whole peaceful protester thing before. And I got to say, every other time I heard it, it didn't seem so peaceful. So now, listen, I'm not a political guy, so I don't know. I literally don't even know who the president is right now. OK, <laughs> I have no clue. I, I'm just I'm a man. He doesn't I watch, know who you are either. So listen, I watch the news and all I know is I trust the news. So whatever they tell me, I go with. I've seen News story saying that you were there, you were murdering people. Somebody said that you had a woman by the throat. 
You were holding her down. Okay, and you were going. Well, that 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 part's actually true. So, okay, hang on. Don't let Mersh hear you say that. I don't, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I don't know if you heard what he claimed on the kill stream. <laughs> no, 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 no. I well, yeah. Merch says I'm out here raping people or some shit. Now the this fuck? is now he's a newsman too. I don't know if you know <laughs> that this. Is false. He's that ex- is false. he he's a newsman. He's a journalist. He's one of the uh, conservative media's top rising journalists of all time. So well, I, I think he was saying that about Alice, right? Um, uh, yeah, he said that you raped Alice. Yeah, it's funny because Alice was at my house like a week after that, like laughing at how stupid he is. But I don't know, dude. Like. Mersh is the gift that just keeps on giving. Like, and to be I honest, don't girls him. like that kind of? No, a little bit. You know what I'm talking no. about. The, you just you, you tell them you hold them down. You tell them open your mouth, oh. and then you spit um, in their mouth. You go. You I think my my attorney would advise. I, I don't comment on that, <laughs> but you know, um, what is what is going on, dude? Oh. He's the gift. He's the gift that keeps on giving. Mersh is pretty good. We'll talk. We'll talk a little Mersh at the end. Let's focus though, because okay. I'm a I'm oh, a serious Jan journalist. Six, yes. Jan six, and I yeah, I like bad. that you say that. By the way, Jan six, because yeah. I always call it Jan six. Because I'll be honest, and this is the part of why I, it, it, there was a time where I believed maybe you had masterminded it, and the reason is, and I need you to explain this. I've shown it on the show before. Unfortunately, I don't have it here in front of me, but there exists a screenshot. From my friend Ryan Katsu Rivera, you know Ryan. Oh no! Oh yeah! Okay, oh, yeah. so we love Ryan. Ryan, of course, is uh, Gavin McInnes's right hand man. He's sort of his uh, monkey manservant. You know, ooh, 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 ooh. he's sort of like an <laughs> yeah. Asian oh, little yeah. monkey that kind of skitters yeah. around. Yeah, he's a great guy. And uh, Ryan sent me a screenshot, and this was from I believe New Year's Day, 2021. It's either New Year's Eve tw- or, or New Year's Day, and it was from you. You had texted him personally. And really? What did I say? Now, this is where it gets interesting. So this is days before Jan oh, no. 6. Oh, no. All right. What am I getting myself into? And you did say, and I don't think this is incriminating or anything, but it's it opens up questions. I think we need to answer these questions. Okay. What you said is, hey, man, are you going to Jan 6? Now, here's my problem with that. All right. <laughs> let's say oh, no. it was september mm, 7th 2001 and let's say you were a um, an israeli national <laughs> who loves to dance right <laughs> and <Yeah>. um <laughs> and on on september 7th you sent a letter to your friend and in that letter you said uh hey man you go into 9-11 a phrase <laughs> no one had ever said before well, hey, there's nothing fishy about that. Okay. Like, all right. President Trump literally invited everyone. He said, January 6th, I hope you're all going to be there. I'm giving a speech. I think you're you're reading way too okay. hard this, dude. Okay. Way too hard, bro. Now, I am an innocent man. Freeyoba.com. Obviously, Freeyoba. Listen, obviously, I am on your side. I, I do believe you, obviously. And I have to because Ryan is my friend. It would implicate him. He, by the way, his response to you was "fuck yeah, man," and then he just did not go. It, he told yeah, me, "What the fuck?" He told me afterwards. He was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know why I said yeah because I was never <laughs> going. There was no time I was ever planning to go whatsoever. So um, you, I guess you put him into one of those awkward situations, you know. And he just felt he felt like he needed to please you. 
which there was like there was like millions of people there so it's he's fine okay now what was it like on the ground that day what was it like going into the have you ever been in the capitol building before because i mean they do they ironically they do tours there yeah. for the public I think I that's why tour. those velvet ropes were there. So you took a, you decided to take a self-guided tour. You put in the earbuds and you listened to the um, the chats come in, and they told yeah. you where to go. Where what happened? What was it like? Yeah, I took a little tour. Um, it was pretty fucking crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, like I said at the beginning of the stream, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a boring day today, and then like everyone. You know, in the live chat was like, go over to the uh, go over to the side of the Capitol. Like people are getting pepper sprayed. And I'm like, oh, shit. And, you know, I just got to follow the content, got to follow the action. I kept following shit. All of a sudden, I'm like getting pushed through these doors. Everything's wide open. And th there was cops next to me, like taking selfies with me. And like they weren't even saying to go. And that's why I'm so confused that they called this like this insurrection, domestic terrorism or whatever, because the cops weren't even telling us to leave. And they were standing there with us. So. Um, to me, it was just kind of funny and it was just like a protest, but um, I, I really didn't think it was that crazy. I didn't think I was going to get get arrested. Um, how deep did you get? How deep did you get in there? Um, I was like I was walking around and then I was in a room. Oh, no, sorry. I was talking about Alice. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Pretty deep. Pretty damn deep. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. How big's your hog, man? Let's talk. Double penetration. Come on. Wait, what? In the Capitol. No, I'm talking about the Capitol. Oh, okay. I see. Like, I was in two offices. So who were the folks that, I mean, like, listen, I, I think it's pretty clear there were some feds amongst you guys. How many oh, people yeah. there do you think were, you know, actors in all of this? And how many people were there just to see what happens like you? And how many people were there and there in their mind, it's like, we're patriots and something needs to be done. We got to stop the steal. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I know because I was there. It, it wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't anything like that. I think it was epic. You know, it was a great protest. It was um, epic. You know, it, it was epic. So it's like there were a couple people, but I, I, I don't want to say like, I don't think the majority of people were feds. Like there was a couple of people doing some dumb shit and some people had weapons. There was like a apparently Antifa infiltrator, John Sullivan and diff different things like that. But I mean, the majority, honestly, grandmas, boomers, people that love Trump and were just fucking pissed about the election. So, you know, it, it was a great day. Obviously, I'm dealing with a lot of legal issues of course uh, regarding that day freeyoba.com and how is that fund. how is that going for you it's it's going well i mean last year really fucking sucked a uh, lot you know i have a parole officer and trials and i was on house arrest with an ankle monitor so yeah we're trying to you know resolve all that this year and uh you know hope to uh move forward and keep making content how tough is it seeing news things about you and knowing that, like, at least as, as far as you're concerned, these are lies or just com they're completely getting it wrong? Like, that's got to be pretty tough. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, even my Wikipedia says I'm a neo-Nazi, which is not true at all. Never have been, never will be. But you you're know, just you're just the old fashioned type. <laughs> which is I'm just a dude. I'm just a fucking dude, bro. Of I, course. I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I like to make content, whatever. Um, but you know, I, I talk about problems with society. I just have fun. I don't know, dude, but 
you know, it, it's been a it's been a tough year. I I just hope. Hey, that, but it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. I mean, it's been fun <laughs> oh, too. Yeah. I, like people say, like, don't you regret that? I'm like, no, not really. I mean, it was fun. Now so. that's interesting. You really like <laughs> if you could do it all over again. Is there anything you would do different? I guess if I knew the amount of legal shit I would be in, I wouldn't do it. But I I really had no clue. Like. I had no clue that the biggest investigation of all time would be for like trespassing and taking a selfie in the Capitol. I had no clue. I thought it would be like a ticket or something. So right. I guess if I knew the degree, I might not have uh, done that. But hey, now it worked out. So while you while you were there, did you see um, the actor from Bob's Burgers, Jay Johnston? <laughs> because apparently, it turns out the guy from oh, Bob's wow. Burgers, Jay Johnston was um secretly there and he's now been kicked off of the cartoon program oh wow yeah no i did not see him there but um there was a lot dude there was a lot of people like i know they only arrested like maybe 700 but there were thousands and thousands in the capitol um you know not trying to incriminate anyone but well let's do it let's name names (laughs) no no no. come on what was it there were there was some other guy there was like an olymp olympic medalist in there go gold medalist was he able to like, just hop over those velvet ropes like they were nothing he pulled he pole yeah, vaulted yeah. He over was him. swimming through the moat mm-hmm. down below and uh pretty crazy but i don't know i I'm, I'm just glad to be you know not in jail right now and hopefully i don't have to do too much jail time this year and move on with my life and now i, I, I wish you the best the i wish you the best Thank with you, that obviously and by the way you know what i think i think that the um the stuff about uh mason that guy was bullshit too thank you because yeah, uh, yeah well actually I'm, I'm heading to arizona on wednesday to go get the sentencing for that oh yeah what do you th- what's what do you think it's going to be what's going to happen I don't really know. I mean, the state is obviously going to try to get jail time, but I'm yeah. planning on appealing, so we'll see. I man, I hope it works out for you. I mean, that guy pushed you. Yeah. And also, right. also I was sober. Did you explain to the judge at all or did you get to say anything about like, I mean, guys, did you see the content? It was pretty good. <laughs> I I didn't really explain that part. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe during the appeal I'll do that. Could I now I will offer you some legal advice here um yes i i don't know if you know this my lawyer is um blackface lawyer nick ricada are are you familiar (laughs) with him yeah he's my lawyer i've heard of him okay yeah he's good um he covered uh the rittenhouse case white oj and um so nick actually i talked to him about about this whole thing with you and i i asked him i had an idea like a, a sort of a legal parlay you could try at your appeal so you don't have to do this, obviously, but I think it's a good idea. Nick agreed with me. Um, when you go for the appeal, I would recommend showing them your confrontation with Mersh. Now, here's why. Why? Well, here's why? okay. Now, here's why. I think that sounds they'll, like a terrible idea. I think they'll be so bowled over with how funny <laughs> that is. They'll be like, "Okay, come on, this guy made this happen." He. Look how sweet and innocent he is. He's too cute to go to jail. Come on. True. You know what I mean? Okay, that, that's a good angle. I, just try it. What do you have to say? By, speaking of Mersh, what do you have to say to Mersh while I got you here? Um, obviously, Accept Mersh. Accept the fight. Accept the fight. Let's make some content, motherfucker. All right, let's talk, about, let's talk about this real quick. He keeps claiming. Not only the, all right, 
So obviously it's a cope that you're a fed. That's obvious. Right. Then it's a cope that um, it, he's he th- he's acting like it was going to be a street brawl when you actually had equipment with like boxing gloves and yeah. a place to go to. Right. I, I had boxing gloves in my car and I wanted to challenge him to a boxing match. Yeah. And then I put out a public, uh, you know, invitation to box him. I, I said I'd give him 90 days and he, and he completely ignored it. So I think it's a win win. Look, Mersh can get in shape, you know. Get some pounds off that massive uh, gourd he has there. And uh, we can make some money, make some content. Sounds like a win-win to me. So I say, Mersh, fight baked Alaska. I mean, he's got the weight advantage. He could just like sumo. That's know, jump true. On top you of me. are multiple weight lose, classes below you know? him. I'm just doing it for the culture. So accept the, the fight. Culture. Stop being a fucking pussy. And let's make some content. I would love to see it happen, but you know Mersh is too gay for it. And he also, <laughs> I mean, we wrote a whole rap song about you it. You might accuse <laughs> me of rape, too, if I find Well, it. that's so, the thing. That. What is that about? But listen, what I, I got to... Dude, I don't even know where that came from, by the way. That, like, both me and Alice, the two people, were like, what the fuck? Like, what? what is he talking about? I'll like, tell you where it comes I, from. It comes from being a 40-year-old <laughs> cat mom. A div- <laughs> he's literally a divorced cat lady. I mean, it's really pathetic. Mm. He all he can do is sit around and think about like, are are other people having sex? Because I need to police that. Um, if if it were the old days, he'd have binoculars and he'd be looking through blinds at you guys. So For real. But he he keeps claiming though that there was a uh, cop across the street from you guys that night, and that's why he didn't do anything. Is that true? Oh no, that, there was no cop. Abs- that's absolute bullshit. Okay, nah. there you go. Now I, by the way, I did send you a uh, Mersh uh, twirl around waddle away. Uh, no yes. Mershy shirt. How Thank did- you. Good shirt. Amazing shirt. All right. I'm Best glad you Christmas liked present it. ever. Thank you so much. I'm dude. glad you liked it. And by the way, a belated Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, dude. And happy new year. Of course. Happy new year. Now, before I let you go, I just want to do one thing here. Um, I, I asked the chat if they had any questions they wanted uh, to ask. So let me just see if there's one right, good one. Uh, Mer- somebody says Mersh would destroy baked. Nothing can go through that gunt. What do you think of that? <laughs> hey, like I said, I, I, that's fine. I just want to do it for the culture. I, I don't need to win. I, I just want to make this content. So exactly. He'll, he'll probably just smother me. I, I mean, I think he's got like a 400 pound weight advantage. So, I just, I just want to bring the entertainment to the people. Somebody I want says, to entertain people. Somebody says, yes, Jesse, my question is for you. Why are you cock chugging this fed? <laughs> um and then somebody else says um yes i have a question for baked how good is the head from wooza oh well (laughs) i am not gay that is my roommate that is disgusting is that the guy Uh, um who he's like uh he's got the long bleach blonde hair yeah yeah that's my roommate okay because i don't keep up with the uh the whole streaming world as as much as some people i in my head, like for a long time, like when you sent me the um, the footage of you dancing and stuff, I yeah. thought I thought it was really funny that you sent me one of just him <laughs> dancing because I didn't even know yeah. who he was at the time. Yeah, and, I'm glad you put that in. That was great. Uh, I had to. Once I got that, I was like, that's too funny not to put in. Uh, so, But I didn't know his name. So in my head, I've been calling him Puppy the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Wooza. It's oh, Wooza. Okay. He looked that, like. Yeah, that was one of our bits, Puppy. <laughs> he looked like a hunter. small version of Dog the Bounty Hunter. 
Um, oh, yeah. Is there any real question? Does anybody have a real one? If you're in legal problems and not a Fed, why are you trying to street fight and mess up your case? Okay, I'll explain that. Okay, that, I think if that's you, fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not trying to street fight. If you watch my streams, I do whatever I can to stay out of trouble. I don't carry mace or anything on me anymore, and I try to stay out of confrontations. But if if it's a mutual combat, there, there's nothing illegal about that. And I literally had, like, maybe, maybe Mersh was, I don't know, misinterpreting. I literally had boxing gloves in my fucking car and i challenged him to an official boxing match after that so he's had time i've been i've been asking him to fight but uh yeah if two people agree to a fight mutual not, combat that's mutual legal combat. Yep. they're in florida too which basically yep. is lawless i mean that's a swamp yep. land full you could chuck a guy at an alligator and somebody could call that self-defense technically so <laughs> it's not really yeah. the, you know it's not the normal human laws going on down there um which i think is the perfect place for you but in all seriousness uh i do wish you the best and I'm sorry that everybody seems to think you were behind the attacks on our nation. Because I know <laughs> how much good. I know I how much it. you love this country. I do. I love the USA, dude. Love being in Florida. It's great out here. Um, do you still so yeah, know? That, last question. Because um, I did. I've seen you. You got um, swatted twice recently that I saw. Oh, maybe yeah. even more than that. Um, and both. I think both times. Your famous song "We Love Our Cops" was playing. Is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do you feel? Are, do you still hold that same sentiment now with all of the legal troubles and the cops always coming in? Do you still love the cops, the law enforcement? <laughs> are they still important? Well, it, it's very bipolar. I would say, like sometimes I'm rocking "We Love Our Cops." Sometimes it's a calf. All cops are faggots. <laughs> so it it just depends on the situation for real. Like um, sometimes. Cops are great. Sometimes they suck. So it kind of just depends. But in the case of the swatting, that's a we love our cops moment. You know, they, they didn't kill me. They kept me safe and all that. That's so. true. It seemed to go pretty smoothly, all things considered. Yeah, no, it did suck. That was freaking scary. I, I had freaking rifles pointed at my head outside my house and all that. And uh, like I was just freaked out. Like if I moved the wrong way, they're going to fucking shoot me. So that was scary. But now they have my personal cell. So if, if I get swatted, I, I was swatted like five times in two weeks recently. And uh, now they call me and they're like, hey, is there a dead body in your house? I'm like, no. Personally, I would say don't <laughs> tell people that the cops have your personal cell when everyone thinks you're no, a No, no, no. Not like that, dude. Not like that. It's like if I get swatted, they call Listen, me. Listen, you, sure know, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know me. I like you either way. And if you are a fed, I fucking, dude, I salute you so much. I fuck it. We, you know, I love not my fed. I love, I fed. love our feds. Our fed. We love our feds. We love our feds here. <laughs> and, um, bro, if you need me to clean your shoes, if you need me to get any dirt out of, uh, from between your toes or whatever you need me to do, I fucking cherish the ground our feds walk on. I think you guys are the true heroes. You're sort of, I call you super bodyguards. Yeah. You know, like, I wish like, I was a fed. Pays more than streaming. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. All right, dude. All right. Talk Have to you later. Up. Bye.
right, so we got more for you here on the Smashtacular Jan 6. Obviously, Baked wasn't behind it. And, you know, I, part of me never wanted to believe it to begin with. Um, it wasn't until Ryan sent me that screenshot, really, that I believed the hype around the news. But speaking of Ryan, Gavin McInnes. Now, I haven't actually been able to speak directly to Gavin about this, but Ryan, well, I hadn't, but Ryan has actually been reassuring me over and over again, Jesse, I know how you feel about Jan 6. Remember, buddy, I didn't go. I told you, Gavin had no, he absolutely did not want to be there. He knew Proud Boys were going to show. He knew it was going to wreck things. No, absolutely, 100%, Gavin had nothing to do with it. I didn't know whether to believe him or not on that for sure. Um, so when I went to Jan 6 the other day, I went there knowing that I would actually finally get the chance to confront Gavin McInnes about this event. Um, so first, I'd like to show you a little bit of my time at Jan 6. This is for our documentary that we're working on, uh, which I will be releasing a full doc on this called Baggy Coin Purse, and you will be able to see everything that went down. Uh, this is one of my favorite moments, though, during my time in D.C., during Jan 6-2, where I met a guy called Peace Hook, and then I got interviewed by The News. Yes, hi, I'm The News. Take a look. So this guy, he's saying, I'm peace hooking for it, for Ashley Babbitt. He's got a sign for Ashley Babbitt. It says peace hook above it. And he's twirling around some bizarre devices I've never seen before in my entire life. Apparently, this is called peace hooking, and this fellow's called peace hook and he likes ashley babbitt i'm on the opposite side of him okay so there's a guy just standing there watching him do this staring mouth agape if i were not filming i would have been the exact same but this dude is completely lost with what he's looking at you don't have too many those anymore I know it's tough to hear, but Peace Hook says that there's no Ashley Babbitt's one of the few women with integrity anymore. The guy who's confused by all this, he says, I don't know, there's plenty of them where I come from. USA. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. You don't know a lot of women with conviction? Shout out the ones who have the conviction. Ashley Babbitt. I gotta be honest, man. I'm not trying to, you know, I, I, I respect you and everything, but I don't, I can't get behind any of the insurrectionists. You know what I mean? Because of the terrorism that they did that day. 
I mean, we're here, it's Jan 6 part two, you know? Well, there's some people plotting stuff. I think that, you know, last time, there's last time they had the velvet ropes, remember? And now they've got the metal uh, bear. Well, that's it. I think the metal's keeping them out this time, so they didn't go. Yeah, there's not a lot. There were people here earlier. I was here earlier. <laughs> In the chat, they say, the hooks never stop. Respect. Oh, yeah. He's very serious about keeping the peace with the hooks. I was not here. I, this guy did tell me, though, that later on, he would go, he's going to go to the beach and do some peace hooking. And I asked him what beach and stuff, and he was telling me about going, doing peace hooking on the beach. And then I was asking him about some conspiracy stuff, because apparently this guy... He's got another sign there that says InfoWars on it, which, by the way, Alex Jones, another guy who is accused of being a part of this whole deal, right? Now, Alex Jones is our biggest mystery. I've actually, again, I got to talk to Gavin. Alex, he's working with Mersh. I can't get a hold of Alex. This guy, Peacehook, is working for InfoWars. So I asked him, I said, do, are you like Alex? Do you believe that Sandy hmm, was a false? Hmm? And he said, uh, you know, I mean, and he was being real cagey about this. And I said, come on, man, Sandy Hook, you know? And I said, by the way, when you go to the beach, do you think you're going to get your hook, Sandy? He didn't like that. He didn't like that one bit. I wish I was because I would have stopped every one of them. I would Ashley Babbitt would have never made it past these steps, to be honest. I could have single-handedly taken out every insurrectionist and terrorist with my own bare hands. Are those ninja weapons? Could you? You could probably take somebody out with one. What's a peace hook? But like, what is? I don't understand what it is. What is it? Okay. Really? Did you invent that? See, he keeps fucking saying peace hooks to... Yeah, they're peace hooks, man. I don't know what that is. I've never heard that phrase before in my goddamn life. You can't just say peace hooks. It's like going out and um, you've got a ham on your head and you're spinning it. You've, got, you've carved out a hole in a really big ham and you've got it on your head and you're spinning it around, sort of juicing the ham on your head. And you go, uh, what are you doing? And you're like, huh? Oh, I'm milking my ham. I'm ham milking. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't just say ham milk. I, no, but why? I'm. So, you know what I really mean? Why? Like, I'm looking at this and I'm going, why? I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, I see you've got hooks. Fine. Never seen these hooks before. Don't really understand what they are. Apparently, they're just massagers. Maybe some of you have seen them. Maybe some of you are less confused than me. I've never seen them. So imagine you've never seen a ham before. I don't know how. Just imagine it like a glazed ham, like one of them fancy glazed hams where it's got the cross hatch on the outside of it. Really nice ham. And he's just holding it by the bone, just milking that ham. I'm ham milking. Huh? Yeah, I'm on TikTok ham milking. People watch me ham milk. This motherfucker is on TikTok and people watch him do this live. I guess people are bored. They must be. They're watching this. But I didn't realize they were that bored. I am. 
Don't worry, my, my group isn't like you. Uh, too bad. I have a lot of respect for Ashley Dodd. <laughs> you saw something wrong with you? Yeah, I'm ham milking. What's it to you? <laughs> Says Stribs in the chat. <laughs> hey, what's it to you? Now, this guy's got a scooter, by the way. He arrived to the... I'm in front of the Capitol building. For the audio-only people out there, we're in front of the Capitol. We are at Jan 6. All right? It's official. Like, they've got barriers up the whole nine yards. There's cops everywhere. We're Jan 6 And this guy's peace-hooking. He's got a scooter that he rode there, and he's attached a pole to it that he has then attached his phone to so that he can record himself peace hooking for Ashley Babbitt. He's now talking to TikTok. These folks aren't aren't with you on that. Oh, okay. You, who do you what do you stream to there? Is that what that is? TikTok. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I, YouTube. Oh, 14's pretty good. Yeah, he was peace scooting his way to the Capitol. That's right. Oh, really? And they watch you do these, yeah. put that thing in your pocket and stuff? So he just, he weird that one of his, <laughs> one of his little exercises he did, it just happened to be while I was asking him about it, he just stuck it in his pocket. I don't know, which part of the body, which muscle does the pocket entail? Did you invent these things? I've never seen no, them before. Parts of peace hooking are about finding your inner peace, opening up your chakras and your meridians oh, and massaging no. your body. He's wearing and a loincloth. Stretching, stretching, stretching and building strength. Hmm. You keep saying peace hook. I've never heard Yeah, see, he didn't invent the peace hook. This is like the Norm MacDonald joke. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't invent the light bulb, but I did invent the light bulb up my ass. Before. He's ham hooking. I was up at the Lake Memorial. Do you feel energies? Yeah. What's another time you felt something like that? Would you say? Really? What's your What's your TikTok name? Peace Oh, your name on TikTok is Peace Hook? Oh, okay. That's why you keep saying that. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you kept saying that. I was like, I didn't know what that was. I thought it said Peacock at first. Oh, yeah. Can I say hi? Hey, everybody. We're live. We're Peace Hooking. You ain't Peace Hooking. Can I Peace Hook? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, that's okay. Do you want to do it? Can you do it to me a little bit? Like if will you uh, peace with me? Yeah. I never did it then, but that's right. I just wanted to share energy. See you then. I do a lot of isometrics. They all know. I have 20,000 followers. 20,000 followers? Golly. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're hanging out. Maybe I'm going to lose half of them today, though, right? <laughs> because they're not, they right. hated Ashley Babbitt. They didn't hate her. How could you hate her? You better not hate her. And if you did hate her, she got I'm with you guys though. I didn't like her. When I felt her energy leave, I thought that was the right move.
Oh, I'm pot awful. They're talking about me. Oh, that, how that's me. How I'm pretty famous. Oh, are you? Yeah, people know me. Pot awful. Pot awful. Yeah. Yeah. 100 years of awful, everybody. 100 years of awful. Yeah, man. Yeah, I have um, six million followers. I had them. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, you're pretty cool. But that, where were you six million? I haven't. Oh, I can't. Well, I Damn. had six million. Right, I know. Funny. And then that that a number like that can just disappear. It was YouTube, and then YouTube got rid of me. Really? Did they? Yep. I'm back on there now, but they got rid of me. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I would use TikTok, but I'm afraid of the, of the Chinese knowing what I'm up to, you know? You know what I'm talking about? The Chinese. They do know. You're right. I like you, Peace Hook. Yeah. You're a reporter for USA Today? Oh my god. Yeah, of course. Wow, I'm famous. Okay, so this is crazy. This lady from USA Today sees a target in Peace Hook, and she sees I'm with Peace Hook. So she thinks I'm Peace Hook, which I get. Look at me. I can understand the confusion here of thinking maybe a guy that looks like this is involved with Peace Hooking. Hey, it's Peace Hook and Ham Milk here, everybody. So, you know what this is. You know she's gunning for the loonies. She wants somebody who they can make fun of in the news. Now, are they going to use whatever we say? Probably not. But if it's a slow enough day, if they don't get anything else, you know, it's like when you tune into the news and you see black people just screaming on the news and you're like, what is happening? Is this even a news story? And then you look at the uh, Chiron at the bottom of the screen, and it just says, people are mad that, uh, that it's hot outside. And you're like, what? <laughs> that can't be a story. And then they cut to the neighborhood, and they've gone to what is visibly the poorest neighborhood in your town. And it's just a person going, oh, Lord, oh, golly, it's hot. And then they've got a very serious blonde white lady there with her microphone going, I'm Shirley Jones, and this is News at Nine. And you're like, why, why did they do that? This is why. They need filler. The news is always happening now. They need something. So you see a... It's like me. I've said this before. The news and Pot Awful are the same. They're both looking for goons to cover. And you see Peace Hook. Uh, you saw me beeline for him. So this TikToker here, she goes straight for him. And she thinks, I'm involved. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as a result of that, I got to have an interview with USA Today. We're going to come back to that. I'm going to show you that in just a little bit. But before we do, I would like to show you my interview with Gavin McInnes. I was on the Gavin McInnes program. Over at Censor.tv, he's got a show. It's called Gavin Off My Lawn or something like that. And I was on there. I was a reporter in the field at Jan 6 for his big Jan 6 show. Now, I'll tell you in just a second how I found out and what I found out about whether or not Gavin truly did mastermind any of these events. But before we get to that, I just want to let you know, this video you've been watching here of me out and about these uh, live streams, yeah, some of you already saw them. They were live on our uh, YouTube channel when it happened. I'm turning them into a documentary 
Um, but if you want to see the full, uncut, unedited versions, those are going up. They've gone down from the YouTube channel. Those are going up in the Pizza Fund tonight in the $6 level section. So you can see it all fully unedited. And the amazing part is <laughs> this documentary is going to be great. The, this incredible event happened where I started talking to a pedicab driver. You know, one of those guys on a bicycle that drags you around. And you always see a person on the back of one. And you're like, really? What are you doing? I start talking to this guy. I'm asking him about 9-11, Jan 6, all that kind of stuff. He tells me he's actually driven Gavin McInnes around. So I'm like, okay, what'll a hundred bucks give me? And I got a tour around D.C. all Jan 6 long. You can see it uncut in the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. We built our own Patreon we're like Gavin McInnes, you know? We we don't have a censored.tv. We've got a potawful.pizza. Join it. Many levels to choose from, even a dollar. You can join for as little as a dollar and get immediate access to a shitload of content. Potawful.pizza. Support the show. Join the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza! Pot-awful it's funny. I see people in the chat saying exactly what I was going to name the... I'm going to take all of the different parts. Uh, I kept getting signal jammed by the feds. or I don't know who it was. I, I was on the side of the feds. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they thought I was an insurrectionist. Maybe it was Antifa. Maybe it was the Proud Boys. Somebody was signal jamming me the whole time I was there. So it was actually broken up into multiple streams. I was going to piece it, piece hook it all back together. And I was actually going to call this. They're saying it in the chat room. I was going to call it a petty cab adventure. Um, so you've already called me on that. Here's my appearance on Gavin McInnes's Get Off My Lawn. This was live. This happened, and it's very fun. Take a look. Jesse, are you there, sir? I am, Gavin. What's with your look? I know, right? You look like a drawing of a hippie from the 60s that a Korean did who's never been to America. Yeah, I'm trying a new thing. It's called being gay. <laughs> well, you nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, uh, So you're there at the insurrection. You're a year late. Uh, we're, at, we're at Jan 6 Part 2. I'm actually outside of the White House. I'm I got a dead-on look at the White House and the uh, the Washington Monument here. And I'm in a pedicab with my friend Alex here. And oh. Alex has given you a ride before from the Capitol. Well, he is taking you for a ride figuratively oh, and oh, literally because I've never been on a pedicab. Now, Alex, Gavin says you're a goddamn liar. Nah. When did you pedicab me, dude? So you were at Harry's bar, and oh, there's a bunch of uh, <laughs> Proud Boys hanging out there, and they all got they all hopped on scooters and took a ride around the park. That sounds and about right. It, 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 I think it was you and another guy. You had the Proud Boys flag. Hmm. It that sounds like, a, like it might like a be true. On scooters. <laughs> I'll have to talk to my attorney, Mister Booze, about that. <laughs> yeah. 
So what's it like there, guys? Is anyone there? Like suit jacket, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm right. I mean, you're wrong. I mean, uh, I'm wrong. You're right. Uh, what's it like there, boys? Is there anyone there? Well, we were just at the Capitol. I was live on YouTube, and uh, there's it's a it is more of a meandering than usual. But it's there's very few people. There's almost nobody. They've got it. They've got it uh, roped off. Not the velvet ropes to let you in at any point. So why did you travel four hours to DC? <laughs> I'm doing. Listen, I believe, and this is me personally. I believe that Jan Six is the worst terrorist attack to ever take place oh, yeah. on American soil. It's Pearl Harbor, the Civil War, and 9/11 combined. So I had to ask people because of that. You mentioned 9/11. I had to ask people. Thank you for turning. Alex is turning me around so you can see the White House behind me. Oh, good. Um, so I had to ask people which is worse, 9/11 or Jan 6. So I've been asking. I've been out and about asking everybody, which would you take back, 9/11 or Jan 6? You could go back in time. You can only fix one. Undo it from the past. And what did they say? Honestly, and I was shocked by this, and I, I, I almost barked. I almost puked. Most people said 9/11. They would take back 9/11. Yeah, there was a. Um, see that Asian guy there? He he was he didn't even want to answer for some reason. I saw a group of children. They were there. They were playing. They're plotting a brand new insurrection. Okay, so you came up with a crazy question where everyone, the answer is obviously 9-11 was worse. You asked everyone and they all said 9-11 was worse. So your whole trip was a complete waste of time. To be fair, this was Ryan's idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and thanks for going over there. That was great. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Check out my channel, Pot Bye. Bye. I love you more than my grandma. His grandmother That's was a, a, love. a pedophile who killed kids. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wait, Gavin, like I can still hear you. 30 little tiny skeletons uh, in her basement buried under the floorboards. Jeez Louise. I think that's her name, Louise. That's where that came from. Because She's the when, origin of Jeez yeah, Louise. When people saw the devastation she had left behind, <laughs> they said Jeez and then her name. Yeah. It's like that used to scare kids. They'd say, Louise <laughs> is going to get you. Oh, Jeez Louise. Yep. But this is, of course, in the 1800s. Um, Stay off social media. Wait, how old does Gavin think I am? But then again, um, they're actually right. My grandmother's name was Eloise. So I got to say, though, that moment while I was on the show was extremely surreal. Um, you couldn't really tell what was going on there, but uh, we had a lot of problems getting connected to Gavin, like getting through. They use Skype on that. Gavin, stop using Skype. I just want to say this. Gavin's a very nice guy. Very funny guy. I've always liked Gavin. I've liked Gavin for years. Years and years. Ever since I saw him on Kenny versus Spenny. I've liked him since then. So uh, it was very fun getting to go on there. But I don't think he's the mastermind behind Jan 6. Not after speaking to him. It just doesn't seem right. It just, he doesn't. He clearly. I watched that whole episode. He clearly has too much reverence for everything that went down that day. I, I just don't think that's what uh, what he's about. But my point is, you can't tell what was going on because these guys, they still use Skype for their show. I haven't used Skype in years. And I can't believe Skyped, I call it. That's actually what my grandma in the 1800s called it. I, can you call me on Skyped? 
when I'm done fucking these kids. Jeez Louise. So they had to get Skype. I'm on my phone. My battery's dying. I'm in a pedicab. It was nonsense. The whole thing was absolutely crazy. And in the meantime, my pedicab driver, Alex, had taken me to the White House instead of the Capitol. Nobody stormed the White House. So it made no sense. And then I tell him, like, hey, man, I'm calling Gavin. So, uh, you know, let's head on. And he's like, he's, all he does is he parks in the middle of the street. We're in the middle of the street directly across from the White House. And he's spinning me around in a circle as cops are sitting there. And I'm on the phone with the leader of the terrorist group, the Proud Boys. Very surreal stuff. It was very strange. I told myself, hey, man, this is your big opportunity. Don't blow it up. Don't mess it up by giggling the whole time. And then Alex started spinning me. And I was like, wee! <laughs> and I couldn't help myself. But uh, Gavin, thanks for having me on. And yeah, again, I don't think he's behind the events. So let's go back to... My reporter, uh, my, my dealings with the reporter from USA Today, she's got some important questions for me. I think you're going to take a look at this. I mean, not as famous as USA oh. Today. So Peace Hook's asking this dumb bitch. Wow, it's got to be some conglomerate of a conglomerate. Who owns USA Today? Women don't even know what their boyfriends do for work. You think she knows who her bosses are? She's got no clue. Hi, I'm the news. Was feeling it. She was feeling that she needed to do something, and then she ran up there. So a fucking insane ass peace hook just starts talking to his TikTok. He's got a reporter in front of him, and he's he's screaming at TikTok. We're on different, we're on we're on different um, things, but we're also we're on different perspectives of Ashley Babbitt and, and Jan Six. Okay, well, could you tell me your first and last name? Yeah, of course. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Jesse. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, Stroud. Okay. S-T-R-O-U-D. Okay, and then Jesse is J-E-S-S-E? That's it. Okay, yep, awesome. that's the guy version. Okay, well, could you tell me, like, why you're here and, and what you're hoping for today? I came here... I, I wasn't here last year, and it's the biggest regret of my life okay. because I feel like if I had been here, Jan 6 would not have happened. It wouldn't have gone down that way. Okay. Um, the insurrection, okay. you know? Yeah. I truly believe that Jan 6 is the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil of all time. Um, Can you guys step down a little bit? Yeah, of course, yeah. Sorry. So, okay. sorry, he's peace hooking right now. Yeah. He's peace hooking. It, peace hook goes, can you guys just step down a bit? He doesn't want us to interrupt his TikTok. Can you guys just step down a little bit and then watch this? Um. <laughs> so you can't hear, and I apologize for this audio. I'm going to clean up this audio for the full documentary. But peace hook says right there, he goes, can you guys keep it down a little bit? <laughs> it's like, what? We moved. 
but he was saying it under his breath. He wasn't actually saying it to us. He was like, oh, they're so loud. God damn. He keep it down a little bit. He's like telling his TikTok audience that. Well, we can still hear you. Um, so I'm like, we can hear you. You know, we're not that far away. We moved well enough away, but we're still close enough that we can hear him. So, and he, the whole time you're going to hear him peace. Okay. I didn't even, I was like in such a daze. I was so focused, laser focused on thinking of like what I would have done if I had the honor of being the Capitol guard who shot down Ashley Babbitt. You know, I could not get it out of my head the whole time because he's got that sign there saying Ashley Babbitt's a hero and all this stuff. And I'm just thinking, ooh, that window gets smashed. What the? What would I do? I'd put it right between her. I would actually be able to get it between her eyes, have it bounce off the back of her skull, and it ricochets down and hits all those guys that she's climbing over. One bullet, no mess, by the way. It, I would heat up the bullet ahead of time to cauterize the wounds so we would leave absolutely no spillage on the beautiful carpets of the Capitol. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that um, there's been no greater attack on U.S. soil as a result because of it ruining our democracy. Yeah, death was too good the, uh, for Babbitt. I call it ground zero. You know, the Capitol building. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, don't treat it with the reverence that that other events have been treated with, and I think it um, undermines things. And you see, there's nobody here today, really. Nobody talking about it, nobody thinking about it. They, they've blocked it off up there, but I think that's just for the looks of things, you know what I mean? Um, I think it's just to make it seem like, oh, well, we've got it all under control now. But I, I'm actually making a documentary about um, everything. Do you know who Gavin McInnes is? Um, no, I don't. Do you know the Proud Boys? Oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proud, so he's the guy that started the Proud Boys. Oh, okay. And a lot of people say he might have had something to do with all of this. Um, I'm creating a documentary that's getting to the root of that to see who was truly behind it. I do think that Jan 6 was an inside job. Um, uh, I think Trump was directly involved in, in the orchestration of it, the machinations of it. Um, and so I've created a, a documentary, it's called um, Baggy Point uh, Coin Purse. Baggy Coin Purse. And this is like a, this is I think maybe one of the more devastating parts of what happened that day is people don't realize how deep into the roots of our society all of this stuff is. A lot of people don't know that and the Capitol building is not the only place that day that was um, affected by the insurrection. There's a building, this one right over here, do you know what this building is? Right over here? So that that's called that's part of the the Capitol complex here. That that one's building seven, and that building is also attacked today. And nobody remembers that. Nobody talks about it. That you know AOC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, said on Twitter, and a lot of.
who are on the side of the terrorists. Okay. They um, laughed at her when she said she feared for her life that day because she was in Building 7. Um, and what people don't realize is the reason she was so scared is because people were attacking, sorry, people were attacking Building 7 okay. with AOC in there. Okay. And uh, were you here last year? Uh, no, not during the riot. That building was... They had to rebuild an entire wing of it. That section over there, they had to rebuild because it had it had almost been destroyed. And part of that is, of course, that's you know it's an older building. But they a lot of that they've done a lot of great work to rebuild it and get it back to where it was before. And I think that's sort of in a lot of people's minds, it's memory hold the event of what's happened. A lot of people don't realize what has happened here this day. And everyone talks about the velvet ropes. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? So along these stairs that day, and I've done a lot of research into this for the documentary, along these stairs that day they had these velvet ropes and of course up at the building as well and that's pretty typical for the tour groups and stuff okay. and they they were just roping it off and they had some barricades and those came up later in the day but the the velvet ropes everyone talked about oh the velvet ropes they just they just opened it up and let everyone in and well of course it's a public building okay. normally you're allowed to go in okay. um, but this is different and they knew that and so we've got a slogan going on um, to try to explain this to people. It's jet fuel can't melt velvet ropes. And it's just to get it in people's minds, just to, to remind you, like, those velvet ropes didn't just disappear on their own. The terrorists that tried to cause the insurrection that day removed them. Okay, so your goal for being here today is, like, to gather information for your documentary? Gather information for the documentary. I've been asking people um, if they remember where they were on Jan 6. Okay. Uh, do you remember where you were, by the way? Um, yeah, I wasn't in D.C. yet. Do you know where were you that day? Um, I was in North Carolina. I was I was on a different project. Um, okay. But yeah, so then I guess um, what are you hoping to like accomplish today, or what are you hoping? So I was asking a lot of people um, if you could go back in time, which would you stop? If you only if you could only do one, obviously everyone would do both. But if you could only do one, which would you stop? Jan six or nine eleven? Um, because I want I just want to I want people to understand that those events are at the very least equal if not Jan 6 being more serious because while not 9-11 was a, a, an attack on the financial institutes of this country from an outside force uh, a renegade band of, of Middle Eastern um, freedom fighters who for their side who uh, simply were lucky enough to to make a, a plan come together and but that's something that we should be used to foreign influence trying to take us out this was an attack on america by america and that's what makes it so serious a lot some people want to call this just a, a meandering some people want to call it silly they see the man carrying the podium or the the Q uh, shaman with his horns and the face paint and all that and they think oh what's the big deal what did they do wrong and I think it's a little silly to think 
that all this time, all this money, all these resources would be put into tracking down these grandmas and grandpas who were here and arresting them if there weren't something serious and, and there weren't a conspiracy behind it. And when I say conspiracy, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I mean a, a literal people conspiring to make this event happen. Okay, and do you think that it's an inside job? I think, Trump, I think Trump, mad that he, like that sign over there says, everybody knows Trump is a liar and lost fair and square. I think he knew he was losing the election and this was his way of trying to hold on to it. We know what he's said to Mike Pence that day, we know what his intentions were, and see, you see, we are saving a nation, all these things. Oh, oh he fell. That guy fell. Um, but, yeah, I think it, I mean, what is, what is an inside job if not the, the president of a country almost trying to overthrow it? Okay. People want to say that about other terrorist attacks and it's like well this this is there's there's audio video evidence of this happening what more do you need could you tell me a little bit more about like your political affiliation and who like you're here with or? i'm here for me i'm independent i'm just here okay. for myself my political affiliations are i believe in outer space i believe in the fourth right of the people uh the intergalactic fourth right of the people which is to allow um everyone to choose what they want to do when they want to do it as long as it does not interfere with um intergalactic law i believe in um the smile on the child's face but as far as my political affiliations go um i voted for um john Kasich. I'm 41 years old. I'm originally from Montana, Butte, Montana. Um, but Did for you the come here from Montana. From Montana. No, uh, I traveled here. Um, I, I've been spending the past few days in a yurt uh, just outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I traveled here from Tennessee today. Okay. Okay. Great. And are you? Could you describe like what you do on social media and what sort of figure that you are? I am a public figure. I uh, I had a very large YouTube channel, and because of my truth telling, it was taken down. Um, like many other freedom fighters before me, uh, the mainstream media—no offense—doesn't uh, like the competition. This is current. I am using YouTube, but I am not allowed on here. So this will probably be taken down. And guys, save this just in case. This will probably go down. Um, but yeah, I just I I use I, I love to. Use use the platforms that don't want to have me because those are the only platforms that where you can affect some change um, so I'm pot awful is the YouTube channel okay, okay. and it's the and it's a podcast and it's about truth and it's about um, it's about the the honesty and it's about the internet and it's about um, the effect it has on people um, yeah, and did, like, YouTube explain to you, like, why you were taken down? Yes, they said it was because I was bullying and harassing pedophiles. 
I okay. I exposed several um, pedophiles. Uh, um, well, I I have done quite a bit on Jeffrey Epstein and his global cabal, but these were actually specific <laughs> small town. That's okay, small town pedophiles. There was one who was driving an ice cream truck in Brooklyn, New York, um, who I hunted down and uh, exposed on camera. They said that that was against the rules. That that was bullying and harassment to point out that a man was trying to sleep with children. Um, I was on the I was on the app Grinder and I was catfishing him as a 14-year-old boy. Interesting. Okay. And um, that's do you know what Grinder? Yeah. So it's like a dating app for gay guys. And I was already on there anyway. And I told him I was 14. He said he's been looking for people. He was literally outside of school when I found him. And YouTube said that's not okay. That's not the only one, by the way. There's also a guy named Robert Robinson. He's from Augusta, Maine. We actually got him in prison. Uh, he went to prison for two years, I think it was. And YouTube said that was not okay. Um, pretty much if you want to say a bad thing about someone who um, touches children on YouTube, they're not for that. Um, that's the main thing, but YouTube is not in any place where they have to tell you the reason they take you down. They don't have any legal reason to have to do that. And so I can only assume that they told me the truth and those are the reasons and those aren't good reasons. But of course, it leads me to wonder if it might have been something else as well. I also, YouTube had me jailed in, I, in 2019. Um, Google sent a uh, police officers to my home and um, I was taken to jail for uh, a threat of what they called a terroristic threats. Um, what, what terroristic threats? Do you recall the story of the woman named Nassim Agdam who went to the YouTube headquarters and shot three people with a gun? Do you recall no. that at all? So this happened, I believe that was, it might have been 2018, I might be off on that. But um, she did that, and then the following year, I did a story about it on my YouTube channel, and they claimed that me simply talking about this event was a terroristic threat against them. The cops arrested me, I was in jail for over 28 hours, and then I was released with no charges whatsoever, because I didn't actually do anything wrong. Um, but. I, and I know it sounds crazy, but I and many others are targeted by um, these big tech companies and they do collude with one another. We do know that they do this. Um, Facebook, Apple, Google, Spotify, FAGS, all of them will get together behind the scenes and try to get the people, silence the people that they can. They can't do it to everybody. They don't like Joe Rogan, but they're not going to do it to him because he's too big. But people like me who are a little smaller, they'll do it too because they can get away with it. It was, a, it was actually reported on in the mainstream media about this that, um, and you know it because, because when someone gets taken off of one platform, they get taken off of all of them simultaneously. Alex Jones, who like him or not, I obviously don't, I'm against the insurrection. He was here on the insurrection leading people into the building. Um, first, like I believe he was at the front of the charge, but um, Alex Jones was uh, taken off of all of these platforms on the same day. Well, that's not a coincidence. He didn't do something on all of those platforms that breaks all of their terms of service on the same day. They had to have colluded about this, and the mainstream media reported on this directly and uh, essentially admitted it. I mean, it, it's it's not. Get the sourcing for your stories and like. 
Um, I, I mean, a lot of my stuff comes to me through social media, through my audience, through my platform. They bring me stories. Okay. Um, I look at everything though. It's not, one, okay. you know, I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, I'll never look at a CNN article or whatever. I'll look at everything. Um, a lot of times just trending topics on Twitter, like okay. most journalists. Um, so a, a lot of it is that. How many like Reddit or how many followers or subscribers do you have on YouTube? Currently, it's because I keep getting oh, deplatformed. Yeah. No, but like um, at the peak. At the peak, it was six million. Okay. Wow. And just wiped out in the blink of an eye. How many people are on that live stream? Right now, there's only 96 people watching. This was unannounced, though. I had I I can't announce when I do things like this. Yeah. Because people will try to stop this from happening. They'll contact people, things like that. Like, I'm lucky that they're not. The cops aren't just coming up there and swarming us. You know, they call it swatting. Okay. You ever heard of that? Or tell of that swatting? Do you know Baked Alaska? He's a, he's a guy. He gets swatted a lot, and he was part of this event. But when people live stream, they'll call cops and say, oh, they've got a bomb or something, and then send them over to you, and they're not doing anything wrong. Usually nothing happens, but so I have to come in and surprise do these sorts of things. So, yeah, it's only about 100 people watching right now. But in the blink of an eye, 6 million just completely wiped out um, after years of work. And... That's just the way it is. It, it, the internet's vapor. It's the dark future. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great. Um, well, thank you so much for speaking. Yeah, absolutely. If I get a photo of you next to the couple. Sure, yeah. I'd love that. Okay. And the live stream can be in it too. I feel like that's almost added. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, here, I'm going to point, I'm going to point this at you though while I do it. Look at that. Tell me where if I need to do something. And then she kneels before me, knowing that I'm her master. Like Darth Vader pledging his allegiance to Lord Sidious. What was your name? Michelle. Michelle, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then. Watch this. Sure. So then Michelle asks if she can get my phone number, and I gave it to her. I gave her my number. I put it in her phone. And then I sent her, I sent me actually, a text message from her phone. So I've got her number too. Now that was all very informative, and I think Michelle learned a lot. Whether or not they published that in USA Today, she, a lot, I saw a lot of people in the chat room going, is she going to write any of this down? She was recording it on her phone. So somewhere exists in this woman's phone a recording of all of that rambling at the end of the day and you know i'm all about the end of the day the beginning of the day not so much the end of the day that's when shit goes down at the end of the day on jan 6 2021 we had a wounded nation at the end of the day on jan 6 2022 we had an investigation I can firmly say Baked Alaska is not the mastermind. I can firmly say that Gavin McInnes is not the mastermind. I think I can even say at this point that Alex Jones, according to Peace Hook, a man who I would trust with my fucking life, I would say Alex Jones is not the mastermind. Which, by the way, I'm just now realizing that while we were 
moved away. For, she did go and interview Peace Hook after that. I stood there for that whole thing as well and watched that go down. Unfortunately, my signal was jammed at that point, but I'm now realizing that when Peace Hook asked us to move down, I should have just started telling her, like, yeah, actually, I'm the inventor of Peace Hooks. Um, I was the original guy called Peace Hook. This guy over here, I, I keep, like, I keep showing up to places, and then he tries to steal my peace hooks from me. Those are my peace hooks over there. I really should have done that instead, but I am so about the investigation and so about the truth, I couldn't allow for any levity in that moment. Luckily for you guys, the truth finally came. I actually do know the mastermind behind Jan 6 because, believe it or not, the actual mastermind sent me a confession himself. Take a look at this. Oh, snap. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Steve Renazizi. You know, Kevin from the league. Anyway, look, this message is for Jesse and Kelsey. Kelsey, sorry. The only January 6th I know anniversary is the insurrection. I mean, I was there, too. Apparently, Steve, me, masterminded the whole thing. Okay, I don't know if I'm getting into trouble on this thing. Okay, legally, but I was there too. Okay, and I hope this isn't like part of a trial somewhere. I, I don't want to testify. That's my point. But happy anniversary and she the committee so much kind of crap to all of us. Now I don't know if that was some kind of Arabian chant, terrorist chant there at the end. I'm not really sure what he said. But you guys know Kelsey's conspiracy mind that she's been helping me try to figure out the mastermind this whole time. And he was sitting there right under our noses, much like that booger that was right under Steve's nose. So now we know the truth. And nobody's reporting on it. Luckily, I can do something about that. Luckily, I know somebody who can report on it. And her name is Michelle, and she gave me her phone number. So, let's give a call to Michelle right now and see what she has to say about this shocking revelation. And there she is. Now, she may not answer, but don't think for an instant I won't leave a message. The truth must go out there and call. Okay, here we go. Hi, this is Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Um, hi, who is this? Uh, my name is Jesse. We met the other day at Jan 6. You spoke to me. Um, you were doing uh, a, a story for USA Today. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm not interrupting anything. <laughs> um, no, I talked for a few minutes. Okay. Uh, um, I, I have two things. Um, number one, I just... Sorry, um, I just wanted to ask, do you know, you don't, have you come into contact with anyone with coronavirus? Um, yeah, did, did you, did you catch it? Or? Yeah, yeah I, I just tested positive. Oh, okay. Um, and I, yeah. re I just remembered back that you were wearing a mask and you were coughing that day. Okay, okay. Um 
Yeah, I can get tested. Thank you for. I think you should probably get tested and also tell anybody that you were in contact with. It's probably for the best. But that's actually that's actually the um, lesser of the two things I had. (coughs) I'm sorry. I was a lesser of the two things I had to say, um, but that was important. So I, I hope you're okay. Uh, you can breathe okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm feeling okay, um, but thanks for the heads up. Of um, course. What, anything else? Yeah, the other thing was, I, I'm not sure exactly what you were looking for out of that report you were doing the other day, but um, as I told you, I was um, there trying to investigate who might have masterminded the original insurrection. And I actually, mm-hmm. in my reporting, I actually found, I, I received a message from um, somebody who claims to be the person who actually um, organized most of uh, the people who went into the building that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know if maybe you... Like I, I didn't know I don't know any other journalists or anything other than like independent people like myself. So I didn't know if maybe you wanted to investigate this story or not. I just kind of feel like it's something that's like so big that some sort of mainstream media should maybe report on this. Um, well, who is the person? So it's a a guy named Steve Ranazizi. So what sort of evidence do you have that he's the person who? masterminded now the an, attack. now in all fairness i have i don't have any physical evidence or anything however he <laughs> he personally sent me a message claiming to be he, he like I, people know i'm out there trying to find out who did this and this sort of thing and he sent me this like taunting message claiming to have done it and it it seems plausible simply because i don't know if you're familiar with him at all but he was also famously um, there at nine eleven, and and apparently like a lot of um, a lot of the news stories surrounding him have to do with um, his infatuation with being at, at terrorist attacks. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I would just um, investigate a bit more and see what sort of evidence there is for that of course and, i i could send you yeah. the video if you want uh, he sent me a video message taunting me he, he sent it to my wife and i knowing that we sort of investigate these things um okay i think for now um i'm gonna hold off but i will keep his name in mind okay i will say this um he mentioned a he mentioned another date, which is coming up fairly soon. Um, that I don't know if it's like a threat or whatever he's saying. Um, but I thought you know I thought maybe somebody should know about it. I, I, I'm going to contact the authorities as well. But in his message, he did mention um, what was it March, March? like like three uh, eleven. He said everything's going to get all mixed up and. Um, you know, he doesn't know what to do, but uh, he mentioned that date. And he said he's on that date, he's going to come original. March 11th? Yeah, 311. What, what, is he planning, what is he planning on doing on March 11th? 
I don't. He said something about an energy attack or something like Amber. I'm not sure. I, I honestly don't know. It's it's kind of a discombobulated message. But apparently, he has with his ties to 9/11 and all these news stories about him. I just thought it might be something worth looking into. I'm still looking into it myself. I just thought, um, you know, you probably have better resources than I do. Um, I guess I really <coughs> need to figure out what exactly is happening <coughs> on the 11th. Um, yeah, 311. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did he say, like, what exactly was, was going to happen? He, again, he just said, I, I don't, I'm all mixed up about it. I, I don't, I don't know what to do, but. Um, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't specific about it. Okay. All right. And then did um, you also interview that peace hooks guy? Okay. I just, I wanted to, I don't know what he told you, but, um, I'm, I'm actually the inventor of peace hooks and, um, I don't know if he was like telling you otherwise, like that guy follows me around and tries to tell people that he came up with it. And I was the first person to do that, so I didn't. I don't know if that was in your reporting or not. Um. Okay. Um. That. Sorry, I'm. No, it's okay. Filling out some information right now. Yeah, it's all right. Um. I don't think it was the stuff. Um. Yeah, they didn't publish everything that we sent so. of course i understand um, yeah um, um but if there's any further reporting or anything just um make sure like you know i i i am the guy who came up with peace hooks okay okay yeah okay um but yeah if you know of any like big like i don't know if there's any big protests happening then I think I can cover it. But okay. I, it, if it's small I, stuff. I, currently, it sounds like it's going to be 311 is the next day for it. I, and I'm not sure what significance that has or anything. But um, from what I'm looking at, there has been chatter about it online. What sort of chatter? Um, just about that, that date, about something going on in D.C. I'm not sure if it's the capital. I think they're kind of keeping it a little bit um you know under wraps um there was even talk about a some something to do with a cruise liner um so i don't know if that has anything to do with it or not um it's still kind of you know all up in the air when it comes to their plans but um this uh steve ran guy i think at the very least i think it's worth checking just to make sure where it is Online chatter. Um, if you can, if I don't know, do you ever use? Uh, do you ever look into four um, chan? No, I haven't. Okay. So you're, you're saying online chatter on four chan is saying that something is going to happen on three eleven. That's right. Okay. Um. um there's a. Uh, I think the it's in the um, D board on 4chan. It's slash D, 4chan slash D. The letter D. Okay. That's like uh, the, the section that they had most of the chatter in. 
And maybe and there's some in there's also some in pole. P O L. Um Yeah, just feel free to tell me what you see. Okay. And I'll keep tabs on it. But if something is happening March eleventh, um yeah, I can't really just like go in and say like something is happening. So right, of course you find out. Um, I don't know if if you what, or maybe one of your colleagues or something did any investigative sort of journalism. Um, but you know, I, I was thinking maybe that uh, my resources can only extend so far. I thought maybe something like that. But I am I am going to keep looking into it. And if I do see anything else or anything more concrete specifically, I will you know let you know. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, sure. And did they say it was happening in Washington, D.C.? There was, <clears throat> I think this might be something where they're trying to do it in multiple places because everything went down in D.C. last time. And I think they're trying to spread it out throughout the nation. Uh, uh, multiple locations were mentioned, but D.C. was absolutely named. Okay. okay. So it's not like the Capitol riot where like it would just be in D.C. It's you're saying it's all over the country. I think they're trying to get a movement together. Okay. And you know? how big is this group on 4chan? Well, for I mean, it's impossible to know because the whole thing about 4chan is that they're anonymous. So it's impossible to know oh. exactly how many people and um, all that sort of thing. So how do you know like which things on 4chan like are big? What do you mean by like, that? Like, for example... Okay, if you're planning something on Facebook or something or another social media channel, like you could see, or even like Reddit, like there's upvotes, right? And downvotes. Right. Yes. Um, and you can see like which things are like blowing up on that platform. Right. Like, how do you know what's blowing up on 4chan? 4chan works a little bit different where things will um, sort of go to the, <laughs> the top of the list. Things eventually just kind of disappear from 4chan. They get archived sometimes, but... Um, they just kind of disappear after a while if they if nobody's commenting on it, and so it's whatever's at the top is uh, and and whatever's getting most uh, the most comments on it. Basically, you, you kind of got to dig. It's not it's not really like it's not as um, forward as Reddit is, you know. Okay. But they were saying. So, um, so it, it bubbled up to the top. Is what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. It's it's basically just uh, based on how many people are interacting. So that while it's anonymous, it will give um, a person a, a sort of like a code, a number sequence to um, identify them by. So if they post more than one time, if you but it's like uh, it's based on how many comments it's getting. But they kept using um, they were, they were saying uh, three eleven. They're saying uh, that it's going to be all mixed up. Um, they were using a code word amber, and I'm not sure yet what that means. Um, and they were one one user, and I screenshotted this one. One user referred to it as a beautiful disaster. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's still very unsure what they are planning to do. I know that they'll. Um, they said that on 311 they'll um, be here a while. Interesting. Um, but they said it's going down th on 311. So everything's anonymous. You don't know who's planning it. 
it, there are, I mean, I, there are probably ways. Some people will just come out and say who they are on there, but that's rare. Um, and there are ways to, if if somebody logs in there, then their IP is tracked. And uh, if they're using their real IP, if they're not using a VPN or something, which most users do use, then um, I'm sure there's ways to look into it. Uh, it certainly wouldn't be the first time if law enforcement got involved or something that somebody uh, tracked people down on there. But just you as a, an average user, there's no way to know for sure. But Interesting. They, they were they were saying, I don't know if this is just their usual 4chan code or whatever, but they were saying that you have to come original for it, and 311 is the day, and that's when it's going down. How do people plan stuff on 4chan? Because, like, everyone's anonymous, right? right. So, like, how does stuff, like... Like, January 6th, like, was that stuff on 4chan? It was. People were already calling it Jan 6 before it even happened. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, it's think about it like this. Um, Not even just Jan 6, but a lot of protests and things, and especially now, a lot of people just show up wearing masks anyway. So Mm -hmm. you don't know who those other people are there with you anyway. You don't have to know who everyone is. You just have to say, hey, something's happening this day. And other people say, okay, we'll be there. And if they show up, they show up. And, you know, it's happened before. I mean, 4chan's existed long enough where people have said, like, something's happening uh, this Sunday at at such and such place. And then, like, one guy shows up wearing a V for Vendetta mask or whatever. Um but then at other times, I don't know if you remember the, um, do you remember that Shia LaBeouf, he will not divide us thing? No. So it was like a, they had a camera installed in New York City, and it was um, this protest thing that Shia LaBeouf was doing where he was standing on a live webcam, and, uh, and, and I guess it was some sort of protest against Trump or something. Um <laughs> And then 4chan kept messing with it, showing up and and sort of heckling him and carrying signs and um, doing all sorts of silly things. And then they started moving it to different locations and they were trying to keep those locations secret. But um, a lot of the people in 4chan have what's called autism and, and time. And those two things, when you put them together, can be deadly. And so they were able to track down these different locations i mean i think one of them was in like helsinki or something i mean it was across the world from the the one before it and they managed to figure it out based on like flight patterns uh they were seeing planes in the sky on the camera and were able to track it down like that i mean these are dedicated individuals so you know they they uh they might be anonymous but they can be a force to be reckoned with You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, you know, keep me updated on what's going on. Absolutely. And find out what exactly they're planning for 311. I think that would be really helpful. Okay. I'm going to keep looking at it. And if I see anything, I'll, I'll wait until I see something more concrete, but I'll let you know. I could even send you, um, you know, screenshots or anything like that. Okay. 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 Cool. 
Thank you. All right, Michelle. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle. And <laughs> why is this not playing? There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all going down on 311. Never forgive, never forget. This is how we get back at the insurrectionists. On 311, in front of the Capitol in Washington, D.C., we will be holding the biggest fan club of 311 meetup that's ever been seen. And I'm 100% serious about this. I want to see you guys there in front of the Capitol, on the Capitol grounds, right across from Building 7, 311, March 11th. Bring your uh, pool floaties. Bring your nag champa. Bring your best patois. Wagwan. Island boys. And we will be there, and we will finally get to the truth. I'll see you guys on 4chan, and until next time, join that pizza fund, get that unedited content from uh, the live streams there. Coming soon, baggy coin purse. And until next time, have an awful day. Don't forget to bring your peace hooks. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. America's Funniest Home Videos proudly presents Bone Salute Heads to... Hey, wake up, guys. 
A salute to Boneheads. Yeah, that's better. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Saget. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I really didn't expect that response. Thank you. And a special welcome to our special one-hour special. This is a salute to Boneheads. Thank you. One guy. How do you know if you're a bonehead, you might ask? Well, you're watching this show, aren't you? You're not watching a documentary on fish. So, boneheads, and I say that in the kindest possible way, welcome. Front, boneheads in the lobby. You can laugh there. Uh, I see you're all tied up right now, but how much do this lighter fluid cost? Yeah, this one right here, you see it? This one? How much do this cost? I gotta get going to a barbecue. Okay, well, listen, uh, I understand you want to come. I'd invite you, but it's going to be pretty fun. I'll tell you what, I'll start one right here. Here you go. Now stay warm. I got to be going. Okay, uh, push or pull. Push or pull. Okay, push. There we go. Bye! <laughs> Should have had it done when I was 16. What the heck? Okay. You know, it wouldn't be a special show without revealing our special sign. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow boneheads, our sign. <laughs> what bonehead is responsible for these scissors and that sign? You should be working with these prank-inducing workers. Sorry, I will ne never call a person above you a bonehead. Don't do that. Okay, a little to the left. Please don't cheer. I'm dead. Okay. Okay, well, you keep going and go where you gotta go. How about you walk right toward those police? We got plenty of time here. Are you okay? What's happening? Okay, Katie, are you okay? Pepper bullets? Well, now ask if they can assault you. <laughs> I Do they kill not me. Know that obviously they, see the camera. they kill you. Oh, hey guys, thanks for making it to my birthday party. Here's birthday punches. <laughs> I got you a gift. Make a wish. I got you a pair of sneakers. Let's play hide and seek. Run, everybody, run. This party's been a hit. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Wait, don't forget me. And one to grow on. Wow, my friends sure are swell. Or maybe that's just my eye. <laughs> I have a special fondness for performers. I used to be one. <laughs> and maybe if I'm good enough, I can be the opening act for these performers. Or at least maybe send them flowers and see them during visiting hours. So what if my pants are a little dirty? That's not going to stop me. This is all natural composting. And I do mean all natural. 
I read an article in the newspaper about men becoming pole dancers, so I thought I'd try it. Is this working? I'll get the hang of this as soon as I get the hang of how to put on a shirt. Okay, and for my next trick, a one, a two, a three. And presto, ta-da! I learned all my moves from watching the Star Wars kid. And thank you. Now watch as I impress you with all the grace of a slug. Pretty good for a slug, they don't have arms. Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? Hey, how are ya? We got the beat, we got the beat. But we don't have anything else. And now for my 25 minute dubstep set. What is a bonehead? Well, we asked the bonehead department at USC and they sent over this. It came with, uh, came with its own little-known facts about boneheads. Boneheads come in all sizes. This is the economy version. He gets, about, gets like seven accidents an hour. Oh! Eight, sorry. Uh, boneheads rarely wear ties. There we are. Boneheads often wear glasses. There we are. The majority of boneheads don't have mustaches. There we are. Oddly enough, boneheads have a good sense of humor. <laughs> Finally, boneheads have the tendency to lose their pants at the most inopportune times. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's usually about then that they get hit in the groin. Duck and cover. <laughs> they also sent over this book called Great Boneheads in History. Excuse me. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's take a look at it. I wonder if my producers are in here. This is the police. Jaywalking is illegal. Halt. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. We got a donut shop to get to. We're out of here. Ramirez, I told you to plug in the siren before we left. I figured I could just make the sound myself. Oh, wow! Oh, um, excuse me, which way's the highway? Oops. Maybe I should leave a note. We'll be back after we clean up the stage with our salute to Boneheads on America's Funniest Home Videos. 